0: Thank you. In because it's time for another episode of Outwatch, a survivor rewatch podcast. My name is Alex, your host and guide through our Outwatch journey where we rewatch, recap, and react to seasons of Survivor Past. Whether you are joining us for your own rewatch, your first time through a season, or just thinking back on some of your favorite survivor memories, we're glad that you have joined us tonight for episode five of Survivor's 37th installment, Survivor David vs. Goliath. It is an iconic episode titled Jackets and Eggs. Uh, once you've seen it, you'll never forget it. And can't wait to dive into this one tonight. But of course, I'm not alone. I'm joined by three of my friends watching this season for the very first time. So without further ado, it's time that you are introduced to the rest of the OutWatch brochachos, the OutWatch shows.
1: <laughs>
0: um, who's in first place right now? I think it's uh, Adam. Adam, welcome to OutWatch.
2: So good to be here.
0: Hey, Adam. Jackets or eggs?
2: You know, in a in 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 a
3: Survivor situation, I think I think I got to go jacket. Okay. For for
2: breakfast, I'd prefer eggs. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, speaking of eggs, as I'm sure we will much this episode recently in one of the recent episodes of Survivor 42, we learned that a certain large man on this season eats on average 18 eggs per meal. Yeah, that was insane, which is one of the wildest things I've ever heard.
2: That's insane. It's a dozen and a half eggs.
0: Per per meal? Per meal is what he said.
4: Great. That sounds nasty.
0: It's a lot of protein. It's a lot of protein. It's a lot of eggs. Anyway, uh <laughs> Emily, welcome to Outwatch.
4: Thanks for having me.
0: Hey, jackets or eggs?
4: Uh jackets every time.
0: Okay. Not a big egg I person. Best...
4: Well, the thing is I, I really enjoy eggs a lot. Uh but I was literally just sitting here. Not thinking about this question, but thinking, "Oh man, I wish I had a blanket right now." So mm. it's just always going to be a jacket for me.
0: <laughs> just like Angelina, you just run cold.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> Scott, welcome to OutWatch. Hey, how you doing? So good.
2: Hey, jackets or eggs? I'm gonna go jacket too.
5: Um, clean like sweep. sweet. I do love eggs. I love, I love eggs. Love an egg. But- I also enjoy being warm, hmm. um, and if there's other food, like I'm okay skipping it. Sure. So. okay, okay, so, interesting. Yeah. Clean
0: sweep for the eggs. Um, <laughs> we'll see if the um, uh, the rest of the survivor friends on our TV would agree with you. You know, who would definitely choose eggs though chicken
4: Morris
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, did you did you play the the audio clip because we didn't hear
0: it no it didn't work god bless I hate it when that happens Yes, I played the audio <laughs> clip. Of course, I played the audio clip.
3: I felt I felt confident that it had happened. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I want to make sure you don't have anything else prepared that we might need that for. <laughs> okay,
0: that's great. Well, I, put I do it in my I, head for sure. So. <laughs> I do. So, thank you for pointing that out. I'm going to stall now while I make sure that my um I'm changing my audio device and our call. Um, check one, check two, and now I'm going to make this joke. Once again, you know who really would choose eggs is chicken Morris. Did you hear it that time? <laughs> did you hear it that time?
1: I did. Okay, That's, good. That
3: clip will genuinely make you laugh every time. it's it doesn't good. matter.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so
0: good. All right. Well, bef- without further ado, what do you say we take a trip down to Tree Mail and talk through what happened? In episode 5 of Survivor, David vs. Goliath, Tiled Jackets and Eggs. Let's do it! This episode starts, it's storming again, folks. Uh, storming real bad, to the point where the players actually get evacuated for the storm. Second time we've seen this happen, previously in the first day of Millennials versus Gen X. And two days later, on day 14, they return to camp. Um, to find their shelters effectively ruined. We've got a reward challenge then where we are uh, getting sandbags and shooting slingshots Um, and the reward here, poetically enough, is for a roost of chickens (gasps) or just some eggs. (laughs) Orange gets first place here (laughs) and then purple finishes second. Um, they get a bunch of chicken stamp. Kara throws Alec under the bus to try and work with the Davids, but this doesn't work on Elizabeth. She's not buying it. And then we go to Purple Tribe and they discuss how and when to eat eggs for a long time. Christian officially becomes a member of the Brochachos with John and Dan over on the green side. And Dan finds himself a clue to an idol, which is hidden at the upcoming challenge, uh, the hidden immunity idol is hidden at the at the challenge. At that immunity challenge, it's an obstacle course in a snake maze. Dan does grab the idol without anybody noticing. Orange finishes first and then green finishes second, sending purple to tribal in a thrilling challenge. At the purple tribe, the Goliaths land on Lyrsa at first, and Angelina wants Natalie to try to get Lyrsa's jacket from her. But Mike is ready to cut Natalie and wants Nick to get on board as well as Angelina to make a move on Natalie instead. At Tribal, once again, we're talking a lot about eggs and about jackets. And when the votes are read, it turns out Napalm Natalie voted out three votes to two. But we're not done, folks. Normally, the last bullet point in our tree mail is the, the results. Of the vote, but not this time voted out three to two. Angelina covers her mouth in surprise. She cries. She gives Natalie a hug and then she asks for Natalie's jacket. Not once, not twice, but three times. Angelina asks for Natalie's jacket. And there's nothing. No jackets were exchanged. Um, this 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 clip will definitely be played. You have to hear it to believe it, but it's um a, a moment of Survivor iconography that will live on
2: forever. Um, and that's about it.
0: Should we start? Should we just play the clip? Yes.
2: Yeah.
1: Please play
0: the roll clip. It. Okay, well, let's roll the beautiful bean footage here to hear the <laughs> hear the jacket ask. Sixth person voted out a survivor. David versus Goliath.
3: Natalie, did <sighs> you bring me your torch?
4: Okay. No. Oh my God. I just wanted to give you a hug.
1: Please be Welcome.
4: Natalie, is there any way I could have your jacket?
0: Natalie. Alan. Travis spoken. Thank you, Tim.
4: Natalie.
0: <laughs> Time for you to go. Thank you.
4: Yes.
5: It's worth a million
1: dollars. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: This is uh, the third time it always
0: gets
1: me. <laughs>
0: this is what the kids would, would call cringe. <laughs> Ooh. There's just, there's so much going on here. There's like the, ev- everyone's reaction is so good. Like, I guess by everyone, I mean Mike and Nick's. Nick is got the biggest shit-eating grin <laughs> on his face during this whole <laughs> thing. Like, Are you kidding me? And Mike is like covering his face in his hands in (laughs) sheer uh, disbelief. It's a wonderful moment. Okay, um, let's let's start right here. Um, Before we, you know, post-mortem Natalie's game, I just I need to hear everyone's um, first reaction to. Angelina asking for Natalie's jacket.
2: I think it's like the first time she asks, it's like, okay,
3: like you just kind of feel like, I, I don't know, like it doesn't, it, it just feels a little ridiculous, but also like, whatever, shoot your shot. And then the, the second Natalie, like, well, maybe she didn't hear <laughs> you. She does it again. And it's like, Oh, no, no, she definitely heard you after you said Natalie the second time. Like, there's no doubt. And then she says it a third time. (laughs) (laughs) you're like, no. It's just, it's so funny. (laughs) Angelina's quest for a jacket is (laughs) so good.
4: Yeah. It's It's all
1: she wants. It is
4: her name.
5: (laughs) Oh. Yeah, it's just very cringe, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like you said, My question, though, is like, why didn't I was just wondering why she didn't have a jacket with her? Because I'm
0: assuming they probably told her to bring a jacket. You know, the the background here is usually like you bring a bunch of outfits and then and then production like picks out the one you wear on the island. Mm. So Mm -hmm. I guess Angelina's did not include a jacket. (laughs) Okay. so why did some people like. It's a great question. Great question.
4: Sorry, it looks like she has a like a cardigan with her. Yeah,
0: um,
4: and I'm guessing that's just not cutting it because it's probably gonna get really wet
3: and right, yeah, like the elements and everything.
4: It's not windproof. <laughs> yeah. What
0: well, you could, you know, Angelina felt like someone's old cardigan under their bed, but
1: <laughs> wanted
0: to feel like Natalie's nice fleece jacket.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! It's, it's, it's just so great. Funny. It's just great.
1: <laughs> my
5: favorite part, though, is just Nick throughout the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's worth uh, a million.
3: It's bucks. Worth
5: a million dollars. Such <laughs> <laughs> a good
3: callback too. It's just Nick is like great in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah.
5: Excellent
0: Nick episode. It is. It <laughs> is. <laughs> Um, okay, let's let's talk a little more about the game here. Um, Adam, you lose your first tribe member here in Natalie, probably somebody you didn't expect to be long for this game um, in the first place. Uh, if you were to pinpoint what went wrong for Natalie, where do you start?
1: <laughs>
0: probably day one.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think Natalie just... I mean, we've talked about Natalie... A lot on this podcast. I don't know if there's any more that we really need to say. She just really needed to say something about everything that was happening around camp, and that's really hard to live with. For, yeah. <laughs> what? Is, what are we at? Sixteen days? Like it's just so. I get it. Like I get why they voted her off. I think. I think someone even says it in the like voting confessional. Or they're like, "I'm sure you're a lovely person outside the game, but in the game, yeah,
4: yeah, since then,
3: yeah, or like, I, I just feel like that that wraps up my sentiment entirely. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that she's a lovely person outside the game in the game. I yeah, surprised she lasted as long as
1: she did exactly.
0: <laughs> Here's a question. Does Natalie go out in this spot if she does not have a jacket?
1: i it's
3: this is just i'm surprised that it was even like a question like
1: Mm -hmm. i
2: like honestly i i don't understand how how you even have to have this this conversation it's all about the jackets yeah uh it's you know uh, hmm.
0: nope I was trying to come up with a joke but it wasn't there hmm. we'll move on
2: that would be a
0: really funny currency
3: to like see in seasons of Survivor yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean you kind of see <laughs> like the precedent is there for when people get voted out and like leave stuff at camp you'll like notice oh so and so is wearing that voted out players yeah, yeah. jacket that they've been wearing you know that um, mm-hmm. yeah.
3: But I yes. was imagining like like earlier in the episode when like Natalie basically is like tells Nick like if you go up your jacket like you'll stay like, yeah people aren't like like I'll give you my jacket if you don't vote for,
1: right right yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll give you my sweet juicy shorts or buzz, buzz shorts <laughs> um. Scott, was was there a moment of this episode that stuck out to you beyond just the the jacket ask?
2: I feel like I'm being a bad
5: contributor to this podcast when I say not really. That was like the big thing that I really remember. Yeah. Um, from this episode. Um, full disclosure, I watched this episode probably half a week ago. Sure. So. Sure. <laughs> So the nuance is I'm a little bit... No, fair enough. Fair enough. enough yeah. But I remember the jacket. <laughs> how could you forget? How could, God, how could I forget that jacket?
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I didn't like, we just brought it up, but the Nick, um, like the Natalie bullying Nick for his jacket, like, I feel like that kind of sealed her fate. Yeah. Beyond just having the jacket, but I don't
0: know. <laughs> is Sorry, it worth a those... million dollars to you? She asks yeah. Nick.
2: Million dollar jacket.
0: Hot new CBS reality show. I wonder what a million dollar jacket would look like. That's a great question. It's probably got like... What it's white and gold? <laughs> literally. <laughs> I'm going to do a quick Google search of million dollar...
2: You know what exists. Jackets. Million dollar jacket. Um... I'm just seeing jackets with money on it. Not helpful.
0: Oh, here we go. See the world's most expensive jacket, including 460 carats of flawless diamonds. How
2: expensive are you, expensive jacket? Mm, Oh, $10 million? $10 million. Oh. Yep,
0: $10 million. You know, there you, go. you could win Survivor ten times and then after you know taxes, still wouldn't have enough to buy this ten million dollar jacket.
5: Yeah, really you'd have to win Survivor like 20 times, probably. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> and you can afford this single item. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this beautiful jacket. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about um the the evac here that happens early in the episode. We see For the second time in our rewatch, um, you know, a rather unprecedented thing here where the producers have to pull the players out of the game. For their own safety, Um, there's a really good confessional with Natalie here where it's like raining. She's on the beach and she's like, oh, I love the weather. I thrive in this. And then it like really starts pouring down and she literally tells the producer, we need to go. <laughs> 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 I'm, done, I'm done here. <laughs> um, and yeah, the impact of this, like it, it's tough to understand. Or know where. Like how this changes things They They leave midway through day 12. They spend literally the entirety of day 13. Outside of the game. And then they come back on day 14, right? Like they lose a lot of time there and people are kind of like left to stew in whatever, you know, mindset they were in. I'm yeah. Always curious when stuff like this happens, like the behind the scenes impact um, of this sort of thing.
5: Yeah. I wonder, um, I was wondering that too. Like what are they lo- like, did they get, I'm assuming they feed them. Sure. Like, where do they go? Do they like, do they go to like a hotel? Do they go to like some mm-hmm. shelter where they're just kind of out in like a room or like, I always wondered that when they get like evacuated.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sure that information is out there somewhere. My assumption is that we, is that they go to like Ponderosa and are like isolated from one another, like they were in pregame and eat, like, okay. they, like, give them rice, I'd imagine, but... Um. So, like, the game is basically pause. I think so. I think that's effectively what happens, is they push pause Dang. for a day. But wild, right? Like, yeah. momentum
2: stops, um could be a positive or negative for people. Yeah. Yeah, like, if you're in hot water, like, you get people
5: two days to, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. pull off a little bit. Yeah. Um,
2: but yeah, if you're, like, really, like, on a roll, um, like, that chemistry is out, out the window. Yeah. Especially
5: because you've only known these people for, like, 12 days. Right, right. Yeah, so, and then you yeah. leave for a day.
0: Yeah. And your shoulders exactly. smashed. Yeah. Some great confessionals surrounding this. David, or uh, Christian gives up, we're all Davids today. Points at the sky, that's the Goliath. <laughs> Very goofy, but you knew it was getting in the episode. Um, that's right. In a confessional, Davy says, "I'm ready to get my black ass out of here." <laughs> Davy's a gym. We love Davy.
5: <laughs> Davy's such a gym. I don't know if he's any good at Survivor or not at this point, but
0: he just always has really good confessional. Yeah, he does. He does. He's having fun out there. He also, um, after winning the reward mentions how they're going to make some Kentucky boiled chicken. <laughs> so yeah, he's full of full of them this episode. Yeah. Um. Let's talk about, uh, we we've lost Adam and Emily. They should be here. Um. Once they get their internet situation back, back together. Um. I, I want to talk about chickens on survivor. We see it here and there. What do we think about the chicken damn reward? when it inevitably pops up, is this like interesting to you? Do you not care about the chickens? Cause it, it does have the propensity to create some interesting storylines or some boring ones, depending on your perspective.
5: Yeah. So my big experience with the chicken reward gone awry is Mark the chicken.
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. It's Cause From... you have seen survivor co wrong.
5: Yes. So we can, yeah, so I've seen that, and I forget spoilers.
0: Spoilers for Survivor Co. Wrong,
5: incoming. Yeah, if you're if you're rewatching all of Survivor, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, I forget the guy's name. What was his name? Uh, Ty. 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 Yep. Ty. Ty. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't spoiler. If you are interested <laughs> in this season, pause the podcast. Okay. So they um. They get the chicken and they like are like, sweet, let's kill this chicken. And he's like, nah, we're gonna keep this chicken yep. as a pet. Um so that was interesting. Mm-hmm. As far as this game, um, I don't know, it's whatever. <laughs> I feel like I feel like they rarely show like
0: them doing anything with the chicken. Right. It's like there's conflict so, sometimes around like, oh, do we kill these chickens or not? How do we eat these chickens if we do eat them? Yeah. Does anybody have the relevant experience to right butcher like, this chicken? Like Greg from Kid Nation <laughs> did. Fucking <laughs> like Greg from Kid Nation. Dude, if Greg from Kid Nation was on the season, you know they would be eating chicken. Can we put Greg from Kid Nation on Survivor? <laughs> we'll put him in scene. our next Brant Steel, that's for, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's for sure. Scott, who? Um, I'm making this note. Greg from Kid Nation, in there.
1: Who from this (laughs) season would
0: be the most likely to make a Mark the Chicken? Do
2: you think? Okay. Um, I'm trying to, like, rack my brain real quick. I'm tempted to say... I'm tempted to say Christian. Okay. Um... I don't have anything to really base that on. He just
0: seems like the most, like, I'm not going to kill this chicken energy. (laughs) (laughs) You would, like, calculate the, like, the protein gain by eating a chicken versus the eggs that remain. Right. Yeah.
2: That is a relevant question, though. Unless, like,
5: I don't know. Do you eat the whole chicken once or eat, like, a bunch of eggs?
0: Right. Right depending on how often they're laying eggs, I don't know what that rate would I, be. But. I don't know nothing about you know who we need on here to give us that answer is chicken I know <laughs> you know exactly but
5: yeah I don't know the the egg situation was really bizarre
0: hmm yes, let's Natalie. talk about this let's talk about um, this because what what so happens guess... here is they they get. They get like a dozen eggs or whatever, or six eggs or whatever it is. And Natalie's like, We need to boil these eggs so that they last longer and we can eat them later. And Lyrsa's like, Or or is it the inverse? I believe Natalie was like, We can save these eggs
5: and just, or we can do something with them. Right. And then just have them. and Lurs is like, no, we need to eat them because once we fix them, they're gonna. Yeah, yeah, burn. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's how. That was my understanding.
0: Yeah. Well, the argument was over. Will these eggs keep better in their raw state or having
2: been hard boiled? I believe. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What? Uh, t- 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 what?
0: What happened? Um. In your viewing experience here, Scott.
2: So,
5: yeah, so basically that they get, they were on the tribe that got just the eggs, I believe. Correct. correct? correct. They did not get the chickens. No chickens. Damn. Damn. Um, so, yeah, they're trying to decide who, we, how do we make these eggs? Um. And yeah, Natalie, I believe, wanted to make them all and seemed to think that once you made them all, you could save them. <laughs> and they would keep i could be butchering that and if i am it seems get, right seems right yeah and lyrsa um has gone to culinary school she's definitely you know knows her thing she knows or, knows, she knows her knows. eggs she knows her eggs she knows knows this probably to be fair probably better than natalie would <laughs> in this case you got to you got to defer to your people who know things um I know your limits. Um, so that got, that caused a lot of drama. I yes. don't really know what they wound. up. I don't remember exactly what they wound up. I think they made all the eggs, right? I, I don't know I don't remember either, to be honest with you. I, yeah, the, yeah, there was a, some major drama on that tribe. yeah.
0: Um, Natalie basically took over and was like, "No, we're making all the eggs." and blah. yeah. I want to um, know what the answer to this is, like, how long will raw eggs keep in the jungle?
5: Yeah, because it's not like on your counter, because your counter is like, you know, climate controlled. Sure. I'm assuming they're out in, they're out in Fiji, right? On the eggs, beach.
0: eggs, to my knowledge, can actually last at room temperature. They don't have to be refrigerated. Correct.
2: But again, deal- we're in the jungle here. So out of the fridge... Oh, so after their refrigerator, they
5: need
0: to stay that way. This is what Google tells me. (laughs) I think Adam and Emily have reconnected. We're currently discussing how long eggs can last. (laughs) I
1: figured.
0: Sorry about that. That's all right. Our internet exploded. So I got nothing for (laughs) it. Disaster.
1: Disaster. Um, (laughs) Disaster. Disaster.
0: Adam, you are, um, are you serve safe certified?
3: I I am serve safe food handler manager certified.
0: Okay, Adam, how long can eggs last in the jungle?
3: So this is the thing. Uh, America is one of the only places in the world that actually refrigerates their eggs. Right. Um, But that's because we pasteurize them and clean them in a different way than the rest of the world does. So. How long these eggs last in the jungle is going to depend on how they were processed. Um, I'm betting they got them in... They're in, like, the Philippines or they're in Fiji Fiji or Fiji. So I'm betting they got them locally, um, which means they probably can stand to be at room temperature. I mean, because you could keep those eggs, in theory, at room temperature for, like, three weeks before it's, like, you really shouldn't use them anymore. Um. That's room temperature out in the jungle. I mean, I'd say three days max. Okay. Like that's really kind of where your danger zone is going to start to come into play. But the moral,
4: they're not cooked.
3: That's not cooked. Yeah. If they're, if they're cooked, Lear's is right. Like they need to be
0: refrigerated. Yes. So So the moral of the story here is they didn't need to eat all these eggs immediately. They could have eaten a few eggs and saved a few eggs in the raw state. But as soon as you, this is, this is the part of this that baffled me. Who would think, you know, we need to keep these eggs. Let's let's hard boil them all and then they'll last longer. We have all had a a bad egg smell. We have all smelled a bad egg, an Easter egg that didn't get found in your fireplace. And a few days later, you're like, oh, that's a bad egg. There's a bad egg smell. We've all been there.
2: Who would think that it'd be better
0: to cook them first?
2: Yeah, that's a mistake. I've got one in my fireplace
0: right now, Alex. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: unless you're you're planning on eating them right away, like it's really a mistake to cook them. But like, I don't know. Is there any like what what? I, I guess like they could parcel them out. Like they could have made one for everybody in the, yeah. today, and then made one for everybody tomorrow, and that probably sure. would have been better. And that would have been fine. Like I don't think that that like that wouldn't have been an issue for like from mm-hmm. a Food safety
5: yeah. standpoint, like, yeah. yeah. Can you guys answer? So we were. I'm struggling to remember exactly how it went down. Natalie wanted to cook all the eggs, correct, all at once, and yeah, I, wanted to wait. Is that what? That's what.
3: Yeah, I that's think how that, I took it. I, I think that what was happening was, I, I don't think that Natalie thought that we could keep the eggs longer if they were cooked. I think she has thought they wouldn't keep raw. So we might as well cook them all now and eat them all now. Sure.
4: Okay. So from what I understood, she was like, we don't want to cook these tomorrow morning. We're going to cook them now and we'll eat them tomorrow.
0: Yeah. That's, that how, that's
4: a, what I'm pretty sure. That's about. a mistake. Like right. that's, that's, right. that's, that's absolutely. Was like, that's false.
0: Yeah. That's not going
2: to work. But, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause that's, I mean, you got like, I mean four
3: hours something like that yeah. i think is i, I don't remember exactly eggs are probably only two hours but yeah it's like like te- from a strict food safety standpoint like obviously right. there's a lot of variation in here sure um if, if you ask the u.s
2: government i undercook fish uh mm. but i don't care it's delicious so um We just
3: love I I, like it's absolutely not like they they shouldn't have if if they weren't going to eat them right away. Like you should cook them right before you eat them in this situation. Right. Right. Like the the eggs will stay safe raw for probably, you know, at at least
2: until tomorrow. Like That's not going to be an issue.
0: Yeah. Glad we cleared all that up. If only they had us there in the moment. Why were we there? I don't, I don't think it matters um, yeah. <laughs> if we were there enough. <laughs> um, I want to talk about the idol hidden at the immunity challenge. Um, Dan finds mm-hmm. a clue that says the idol's gonna be hidden in the challenge underneath like a post of some sort. And so his assignment is to retrieve that covertly without being caught. Um, Emily, what'd you think about this setup was the the espionage mission of finding something at the challenge um interesting to you did it feel hokey did it grab your attention
4: honestly the first thing i thought when he found that clue was do they hide these clues every single time they have a challenge just waiting for mm. somebody to find it and like there's been idols hidden at all these challenges
3: yeah that's, that's interesting because i just <laughs> assume that they Check. get they hid they hide the idol after the clue has been found, but the clue needs to be updated. Right, that's so. what I
4: mean. Like, you're yeah, right, I yeah. Have to update the clue every time. So that was interesting to me. Um, I I also thought it was interesting of like they showed the idol. That actually was really interesting. They had a shot of the idol under this thing. Mm-hmm. So like, did that tip anyone off? So oh, like, interesting! Here it is. Like during the challenge, was anyone like, "Why? Is, what's this camera?" Well, that, Probably yeah. not, the shot—the
3: shot wasn't done while the contestants were there. That was uh, done during I like dream, dream team run
4: through. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was, I was like, well, um, but no, I thought it was interesting because I think it would have been really cool if we saw someone else do it, then <laughs> we didn't get that backstory, you know. But that didn't happen. Um, but no, I—I th- I thought it was interesting because I was like, yeah, like how are you gonna get this? And what are you gonna do if someone sees you? Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah.
4: Like, how do you, how do you pull that off? I don't mm-hmm. know. I mm-hmm. think
3: I, I, don't think they should give clues. I think they should just start making it like standard protocol. Like, mm. there's an idol in the challenges somewhere right, until someone finds it, and just see how people handle that because, Interesting. you know, you, you you have to weigh mm-hmm. like how much time am I gonna spend like taking an extra second to look over here, over here, but like try to be subtle about it. Yeah, just yeah. yeah. It, like so,
5: common knowledge. That would Yeah, be yeah interesting. it's just like yeah, like in,
3: there is like there is an idol that's hidden at every challenge until it is found,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and we're not gonna tell you when it's found. That would like, be interesting. You know I think that would be really interesting. Yeah,
4: because you you can get in big trouble.
3: Mm-hmm. If you like
4: let your team down, but also if you're on the outs anyway, you might as well right. risk it for the biscuit.
3: I, I I think that'd be an interesting like little twist. Like I I don't know that like it adds that much to the gameplay, but I think it'd just be like fun to watch. Yeah. Like, yeah potentially
0: i do like that yeah or even like at the individual point of the game you can Mm -hmm. be like hey there's an idol at this challenge it's like how much Mm -hmm. do you divert your attention from trying to win the challenge to find the hidden immunity idol yeah yeah Yeah, i do like that's a good idea
4: that would be interesting because like if it's a challenge in the individual part where you're like oh wow this is not my strength You just spend your time looking
3: for for an idol instead. Like, I can't
4: stand on this beam for four hours.
3: I'm uh, going
5: to try to find the idol
3: that's on this beam.
5: Yeah. (laughs) Nickelodeon yourself and go for it. Yeah.
4: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: What? The Nickelodeon? Oh. Yeah. And it creates, like, once we as the audience know where it is and know that Dan's looking for it, it, it creates, like, I don't know, a more engaging TV experience, I feel like, where it's like, you know, when somebody's looking for the idol at camp and there's been no clues leading up to it, it's just kind of like, you know, you're following the edit. But this way, it's like, all right, we know what he's looking for and where it's at. Will he find it? And will anyone else see him find it? It's like we're more set up for that.
3: Yeah. I I think it also made that the end of that challenge more interesting because like i I can't imagine what that edit looks like, just watching them do that little puzzle the maze snake thing, thing. yes, yeah. yeah, but like but like now they're intercutting it with Dan like taking a few steps back and like looking around mm-hmm. and like you're just you're, you're waiting for him to try to grab it, you know, like yeah, um,
0: yeah, I want to like talk it. about this the snake maze, do we like the snake puzzle maze um for for our viewers who may not have it front of mind, there's there's a person who's got two long like ropes which are tied to a ball, and you've got to maneuver the ropes up a vertical slithery snake to get it into a hole at the top. And it was a very close challenge, a very unique kind of puzzle carnival game here at the end.
2: I liked it. I, I thought it was super interesting
3: to watch. Um... they they had to like stand on the balance beam while they were doing it. And then your arms are out and you have to like kind of step backwards in Mm -hmm. order to raise the platform that the ball is sitting on. And then, you know, left, right to make it dip one way or another. Like it, it is a very like challenging uh, puzzle. And it, it, it's one of those challenges too that like you kind of look at it as like, you would expect someone who's one of the more like physically like you'd expect, John to do really well in this challenge, and he did do well when he was in it. Mm-hmm. But then Christian got up, and he just like he was so smooth with his movements and everything that it just like it worked. Good. Like he had some real. Like, and then uh, who was the other guy on the orange tribe who was doing it? Yeah, Nick was doing it for Nick. Nick did it, yeah. yeah, Nick was on so, purple, but
4: he was on going really. No, well. Nick, he was in
3: No, Nick was on purple. Who's? I'm talking about the orange. <laughs> um, <laughs> was it Alex? That's the guy who. Alec, yeah, the guy who, who flipped in that mode. Yeah, like Alec had like his second time through, like some of his moves were just like, like he, he just like ran for it a yeah. few times. Like it was, it was fun to watch for sure.
0: Yeah. Know. Yeah. It's one of those, like it requires a kind of unique skill set of like the fine motor skills, but also. I don't know if this was a, a Dungeons and Dragons role it wouldn't require strength it would require like dex and intellect <laughs> you know right. like- it's out of my wheelhouse then
1: <laughs> as
0: a physical therapist I only do gross movements
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> gross <laughs> Ew. Scott how would a motor moron fare <laughs> at this I challenge
1: <laughs> I <forgot. Yeah. laughs>
5: oh man so a lot of people i deal with deal with a lot of people i treat excuse mm, me um, that you have the privilege <laughs> of serving in place on like a with our feet together so you know <laughs> yeah it would be something it's a tough snake
0: <laughs> uh yeah the challenge is very exciting it's very close like down to the wire for all three of them um, very thrilling and then we get yeah into the the purple tribe of it all. Natalie, of course, asks Nick for his jacket. asks if it's worth a million dollars to him. Really sets him off. Um, the tribal council is just so buck wild. Like we've we've been over a, a large swath of it, but like while at they're, they're talking about the jackets during tribal chat, and Angelina's just like squirming in her chair when we talk about jackets, like. Nick's uh Nick's voting confessional where he says you could make a preacher cuss about Natalie is golden just a wild tribal council.
3: I do think Angelina provided some really good insights into Natalie like even though the whole reason yeah. why she was saying this was just to try to get this jacket. Yes. Um but like she she provides a lot of like Natalie apologism, I guess, for like excusing some of her behavior, but like provides an understanding to it of like this is just the way Natalie operates, like the way she thinks about like what's happening and like, you know, it it may not be, it may not come across well, but it's, it's coming from a good place sort of thing. Like it was really interesting actually.
4: Yeah, I felt like we got to see a side of Natalie in this travel council that almost made her feel less like a character. Sure. Because like Angelina saying, you know, with the eggs, Natalie wants to, she'll approach things with efficiency in mind. Yeah. And so for her, it was like, let's just get this done now. Because I'm sure like boiling water like that is quite a process out sure. there. Sure. So I think she was like, let's just have these ready in the morning. We're done. Mm. And obviously it's not that simple, but knowing that's where she comes from. And I don't know, like some of the comments that she made in that tribal were, I feel like from what we've seen so far when we hear her talk, she's just kind of like a total jerk. <laughs> like, <laughs> so just like cutting people down and being very blunt. And this one, she kind of like seemed just a little more like she had a little more humor. Yeah. Like definitely understood how she came across. I kind of got that sense from her where I haven't had that kind of context before. So yeah. that was interesting to see. But yeah, Angelina did provide a lot of context, but. For wild reasons <laughs> <laughs>
0: right, yeah, Angelina comes off really interestingly this episode too, like she's very smart, but like the way that she comes off, I feel like just tends to rub people the wrong way, like I, I have a hard time like really putting my finger on it, but I don't know if it's like calculated um I think Nick um says that she's like fake, which could be. The perception of
2: people i don't know but she's clearly
0: yeah very strategic very smart like knows the game is a good read of people just is very like outward with it
2: i think that like there's like we talk about the social aspect of this game and there are people
3: who are really good at the social aspects of this game who are just like really genuine and they like Foster trust and loyalty among people. Um, and then there are people who understand how to do that, but just mm-hmm. can't quite execute it. Yeah, that's good. And Angelina kind of comes across this way. Like she, she absolutely understands like what people want from her and like how to talk to people and all these things. But like she just, in doing so, I don't know, is she, at least, and this is also the way it's edited for us, I guess, but like it just kind of comes across like you said, like strategic or calculating or like whatever they, you know, it's just kind of hard to watch and feel like, I don't feel like I trust you as like a player in this game. Like, I'm sure as a person, again, lovely, but like, it just it just feels fake. Like, you know, like Nick said, it's Mm -hmm. really it's really interesting to kind of see, like, like they're to compare it to people who are really good at it and think about the fact that like, I didn't even think about the fact that they were just really good at this. Yeah, like,
1: yeah.
5: Very natural. I think it works against her that she was on the Goliath tribe. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, yeah. because she comes, she comes off as somebody who I'm like, I, as a viewer, I'm like, I don't feel like great about you getting a million dollars. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which isn't—I mean, that's not for me to say. Like, she could—you know—she's probably just as just as deserving as anyone that's out there. But just like the way she talks and things like that, it's like, yeah, I don't know. It is—I don't know. And I think part of it's just, yeah, like the Goliath tribe. And like, for me, I'm like, I don't want the Goliaths to win. Sure. I don't want them to win this money. Yeah. But then there's other Goliaths that are doing like a really good job of like making you forget that. So. Mm-hmm. But that, yeah, she just kind of no. That's that's like a really good point
3: too. Because every time I see like John doing anything, I'm like, give this man a million dollars. Like sure. I love this yeah, exactly. And like he's you know, but it's just because he's he's on the Goliath tribe, but he's like he doesn't feel like a Goliath. Yeah. You know Like he feels yeah. like somebody that I could like in, in the way that he is in this game feels like somebody I could just like grab a beer with and like. Yeah, whereas Angelina, I feel like you're playing a game and I just don't feel good about Mm this. But but
1: that's
3: but that's the game. So like, you know.
0: (laughs) Could you imagine getting a beer with the George Bushy of Tushy? Oh man. We would be so lucky.
3: (laughs) John, we will buy you a beer. Come to Indiana. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: And 18 eggs. Um Okay, let's move on to our fantasy scoring here this episode. Adam, you lose your first tribe member, but still have the high mark this episode with 75 points. Emily's tribe, Abacad, pulls 65, and Scott, already two members down, pulls 50 points with the Sandy Cheeks tribe, leading our totals with... Adam at 215, Emily at 190, and Scott at 170. Coming into the sixth episode, let's do a quick goat and participation trophy roundup here. Um, does anybody have this front of mind to take a stab at their goats and participation trophies? I can do it. Please do.
4: All are tough. These are the first things in my head, so oh. I'm going to go with them. Yep. Goat is... Uh, I changed my mind in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say my goat, even though I'm not rooting for him, for no reason because he's a glad, Is um, what's his name? Who got the idol?
2: Dan. Dan.
4: Dave. Dan. Dan. Because he got a freaking idol again, and he pulled it off to get that sneakily out of the challenge without anyone noticing. That was pretty pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh, he's the goat. And I'll say Angelina gets the participation trophy because Natalie. Yeah. Natalie.
0: <laughs> Might be a clean sweep for Angelina this week. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, you got yours?
2: Yeah. Um, My goat is going to go to Nick. Mm-hmm.
5: Strictly for the two quotes from Tribal. You could make a preacher cuss and is that Jago or ah, the million dollars? <laughs> so Excellent. that's 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 why.
0: And um, Nick keeps his David numbers intact.
5: That's right. Good Nick episode. Um Angelina's gotta be the participation yeah. trophy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Same reasons apply, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Adam, what are you thinking?
5: Yeah, I mean Angelina's the participant here. There's just like there's no
3: way around Absolutely, it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so although, I mean, she gives such a good performance in Tribal. Like we gotta <laughs> you,
2: but she, she does the
3: jacket. So like
2: epitome <laughs> of a participant. Um yeah. for the GOAT, Man, this is a tricky one. I
3: I like the Dan answer. I like the Nick answer. I think just to mix it up a bit, um, I'm going to throw my goat at Mike. Okay. Um, Mike white. Mr. Mike white. Uh, I really like, I've, I've really enjoyed Mike this series so far. And I feel like he's, yeah, he's kind of taken a little bit control of his game in this episode. He's like deciding how he wants to play survivor. Yeah. And,
0: you know, I, I just, I liked what I saw. So, Mm-hmm. Just to mix it up a little bit. I'll, I'll give it to him. Fair enough. I'm going to copy Scott's and go with Nick as the goat and Angelina as the participation trophy. Um, and that will do it this episode. Thank you for listening next time on outwatch. We will continue our David versus Goliath rewatch with episode six titled aren't bro chachos just adorable. Make sure that you are following or subscribe to the feed so you don't miss anything. And thank you as always for listening. We will see you next time.